This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am the host of Beauty Behind Chaos and I am here with another amazing woman that has gone through the chaos, saw the beauty on the other side, has so many stories and stuff to share. I am here with Taylor Maid. Hey girl. Hello, hello. And I said that Taylor Maid because I follow you on all the things, but like that's probably not your like whole real name. So, so give your Taylor Made is the brand, but Taylor Side yeah, yeah, is my name. Okay, because yes. I'm such a fangirl of you. And that's why I was like, as I said that, I'm like, that ain't even her real name. <laughs> awesome. Well, share who you are and um a little bit about what you do. Yes, so I'm Taylor Simon and I am a wife and a mom of crazy twins, four-year-old toddlers. <laughs> I did not know Miracle this. Twins. Mm-hmm. And I am also um, a ministry leader and I'm a business owner and entrepreneur and speaker and author. And so I'm the founder and CEO of TaylorMade Creative Agency, which is a full service creative media firm um, for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Well, we build bold brands and we just help people to attract their audience through powerful uh, strategic brand, de- brand development and marketing. And I'm also the founder of my new, this is like new, new. I know. That's <laughs> I, I mean, this is like, y'all, this is a coffee date that turns yeah. into a podcast episode. <laughs> we weren't supposed to meet. And then I'm just yeah. like, let's record. Okay. Yes. So we're doing this. We're doing yes. this. But this is like my new, new thing that I actually is not new because I've been sitting on it for years. And that was the chaos. Yes. But um, but I'm finally releasing it. And it is my B Taylor made business transformation program and network for creative powerhouses who want to get noticed, make an impact and scale their genius so that they can live their dream and leave a legacy. And so it's just this place for content community and for coaching for entrepreneurs, small business owners, creative powerhouses, speakers, authors. Um, anyone who has a dream and wants to not only have that dream for themselves, but to share it with the world and create an impact and also leave a legacy for years to generations to come. I love that. I, I like so connected with one of the videos that you did where you were talking about like creatives don't know like the side of business yeah, and how often like we almost sell ourselves short. And that whole theory of like starving artists. Oh my gosh. It's a thing. Yes. And it's like, because it requires, you know, right and left brain, right? Yeah. A lot of times as a creative, we just want to live all up in the side of that (laughs) and like not get the like, yeah, the structure. The business. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I had to learn for years. Yeah. You know, is that, yay, it's great to be creative and it's good that you're talented, but talent without structure. Yeah. I mean, is chaos. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and you sell yourself short too. But I think I think what happens with creatives too is like we are so passionate about what we do and we yeah. wanna help and we wanna, you know, and, and just create and just mm-hmm. be like Ooh, right and buy. And buy. Yeah. Right. But we gotta eat. <laughs> and, and we all hit me and this and that, but it's like 
we don't want to be broke. No. You know, yeah. and, and our creativity, it's not for ourselves because I feel like as creatives, we create as a place of escape or as yeah. a form of, you know, coping or as a space yeah. for release and yeah. just like just inspiration or we can just flourish. But it's yeah. like we can get selfish in that space. Yeah. And how do we get selfish? We get our, our selfishness shows when we don't have structure in, our, in, in the way that we do creativity. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. And and so that's why I created Be Tailor Made to merge the worlds of creativity and business. Yes. So that um, transformation can take place for the creative, for the business owner. So it's not just for creatives, but it's also for business owners. Because I do believe that people who are more business minded also need the creativity. Hundred percent. Because with the with the way things the just things are going right now, yeah. With just a lot of different industries, I feel, and no matter what industry that you're in, if you're not incorporating creativity in your business you are going to go out of business within the next several years. Yeah. You know, five yeah, to seven years. I'm like irrelevant, right? You, you will become yeah. irrelevant. I mean, you think about the Kardashians and how like, what's the Kardashian that she just made a billion, like she's a billionaire now. Oh, that's uh, Kylie. And you know, I don't really even follow them, but I, on a business level. Business though, level. But like, I don't I mean, follow them like that either. Yeah. But on a business level from a 100%. business. Yeah, they are showing up because Granted, it, they got a lot of people around them and 100 yeah. exactly. But they're, they're creatives. But it just goes to show with that, though. They got a lot of people around them, helping them, mentoring them and showing exactly. them. And what Coaching do we do them. as an individual? We go, we don't need nobody. We we're going to do this by ourselves exactly. and all of that. And it's like, no, you need people. Yes. You need you need coaches. a, a try to exactly Absolutely. you need help. I yeah. feel like, you know, and, and that's the thing, too. And so with them. I was just, I saw an article where, where it was talking about how if business owners don't incorporate the creativity that a lot of these influencers are doing, there's yeah. so many influencers right now that are blowing up yeah. and making bank off of social media and right. they are incorporating um, innovative new marketing strategies and branding strategies. And with those new things, they are becoming the new faces of billionaires and millionaires. Yeah. But business owners who are not incorporating the new marketing strategies and they're constantly like, oh, we all have to do all that, you know, then they're going to find themselves being left, you know, being left behind because of where things are going. And so those two worlds need to collide or else there's going to be some chaos. And I think like it like it's an investment. Like you got to look at the creative stuff because yeah. oftentimes it's not viewed in that yeah. way. And it's like people don't want to spend the money, but it's like there's an ROI on this. 100%. Like you've got to bring that business mind to that perspective yes. because it is absolutely yes. true that there is an ROI. It's measurable. Like it's mm -hmm. a real thing. It makes such a difference. And I think visual marketing yeah. and visual branding, like the full package of how it all looks and comes Image. together is so important. 100%. And is often missing. It's like you're like on the business side or or whatever the creative side whatever it is it's like all over the place yes and it's like put it together in a nice can we polish it and like <laughs> can we an excellent exactly yes. and it makes such a difference it and does. it's on both sides of the spectrum when creatives or business 100 percent. yeah in my book seven secret strategies to attract dream clients i talked to i talk about how to be captivating mm -hmm. how to captivate your your audience in a way that captures them and creates that community and and then sends and creates the cash flow that you're looking for without yeah. captivating them with some type of visuals or some some type of image yeah. that is just exhilarating that is just attractive how are you going to get people to your business right. <laughs> if it's right. not beautiful you know if, if it's if it doesn't stand out if it's not 
uh, if it de- if it doesn't have strategic branding um, elements, then it's it's going to fall to the ground and it's going to just kind of like be in the midst of the sea of sameness. Yeah, and you don't want to be in that space, no. and so you don't want to look like everybody. Else exactly. And, yeah, and that's how you separate yourself, right? But. The other and what I love what you've done with your brand and and you show up in all of that. Like you, <laughs> even right now, y'all, she is vibrant and variety and just like you are your you. brand. Like you live and breathe it. Yeah. And I tell people that too. It's like it's a lifestyle, 100%. right? And like if you love and it's a fun like it's a great lifestyle yeah. in terms of just like you're living your purpose. You're living yeah. who you are and everything that you do. I mean that's an amazing thing to be able to do, right? Most people yeah. just clock in, clock out. They have a job. When you're an entrepreneur, when you're a creative, like, and you create the brand yeah. and you live that, I mean, it's exhilarating. It's, it's, you're, I don't know what, how to explain it, but like, it makes up for the hardness of what, like, yes. what it is that we exactly. do. Because it's difficult. Well, I mean, you it's, are your all walking billboard. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be that. And you have to be your number one fan. Yeah. Because not everybody's going to cheer you on the way that you cheer you on. 100%. And so every day needs to be a day of celebration. I, this is how I view things. Mm-hmm. Every day needs to be a day of celebration. And so I'm going to show up in a spirit of celebration. I'm going to show up and dress my best and look my best, knowing that there's going to be something that I'm going to celebrate because good things are coming my way every single day with my business, with my life, with whatever it is that that I desire to see. I'm going to show up that way. And I feel like there's so many people that get a little bit lazy and like so yeah. physical when it comes to their branding comfortable and comfortable, and, yeah. you know, well, because they, they see it as a, as a money trap. Or, you know, but it's not all about money because, uh, you know, yes, in business, you do it to make money. You want to scale your business. You want to grow your business. You want to live your dream. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if you see people as just money, if we see people as just like dollar signs or it's just numbers, you're, go- you're not going to create a connection. Mm-hmm. So how do I create connections? One of the one of the strategic ways that I create a connection is by showing up as who I was tailor made to be. Mm-hmm. And so I show up in those spaces, dress the way that I'm supposed, like that that I I desire to look, and I just show up authentically the way that I am. And when I do that, it creates connections with people. Yeah. I believe that your your strategic or your signature style is what attracts people to want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Whether it's the way that you dress, the way that you talk, your personality, be and friendly, authenticity. To that. Yes, like people exactly. want to connect with real people. And not just surface level. When you show up as your full and whole self, yes, you give permission for other people to do the same, exactly. and you can literally connect on a deeper level. It's yeah. so important to do that. Um, so, with that said, I mean, I, I love all of that, and we actually touched on this before we even started recording. But like that whole surface, right? Like yeah. the surface, and yes. figuring out that pretty bow. <laughs> but what's happening on the inside? Like exactly. it doesn't always match, oh and and that's okay. And I think you know people have to be real with that. That you know, there are other things that people go through or experiencing. Yeah. And just because on the surface, they're really showing up as their full best part of themselves. Mm-hmm. But they might be going through, you know, more as well and, and just having like grace and understanding and empathy yeah. and, and all of that. But with that said, this is beauty behind chaos. Yes. So all of this vibrance, um, you know, uh, that is tailor made and all the things that are tailored and everything you do. I mean, I love it. And it's so infectious. But it's there's like this this realness that comes through when you speak and you can tell it comes from experience. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So so what are those like kind of chaotic moments or something that you could share 
that, you know, is a chaotic experience that you had, but you came out on the other side and, and it made you who you are today to show up as your Yes. Person. So it took me years to get to this place that I am right now before I got into business and being, you know, a spiritual leader and author and speaker and all these things and soon to be graduating with my doctoral uh, degree Girl. in December. Um, the thing is, is that I was actually in the music industry. I was in the entertainment industry. I was touring with celebrities, doing some modeling. I mean, I was in that whole industry in that space. And I loved, as a creative, you know, I loved getting to dress up and putting on costumes and wearing makeup and, you know, getting on. And I loved the tension that I was getting on stage from the audience and all of those different things. I got to be somebody else that I, I liked or that I saw that other people liked. Because whenever you're on stage and whenever you have a platform, you get people, you kind of start feeling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, you part know? That, that's part of the like pitfalls too, right? It is. That could it, happen. Is. it is. You start sure. feeling yourself. You start, you know, just, just feeling confident. But I was a totally different per person behind the stage. Mm. On the stage, I was this confident, vibrant person who was just, you know, it's just you, you would probably think that I was the most confident person in the world. But behind the stage, I was afraid. I was suicidal. I had really low self-esteem i mean there were times where i would look at myself in the mirror and just hate myself i would like point out every horrible thing i would you know just say all kind of negative things like my lips are too big or my skin is too dark or my hair is too nappy as a black girl you know or my jawline is too manly and masculine and all these negative things you know i would say to myself and i was just head in one of the things that I love to talk about, you know, especially when it comes to being a leader, when it comes to being in business and as an entrepreneur and why I'm so passionate about being who you were tailor-made to be is because there are so many people who are one way on the stage and they show up in their costumes with their makeup and they're beautified and they look amazing and they look great and they can talk the talk and they can walk the walk. They are staged, but behind the scenes, they are hot mess. Yeah. I mean, things are chaotic. They are depressed. They are stressed out. They don't have no money in a big girl. I mean, they are just pretending to be somebody that they are not. Yeah. And that can be so hurtful in, in the long run and be exhausting. And the perception, too, for other people seeing that and wanting to be this, not realizing what's exactly on the back end. It can be dangerous to, to live a life with a performance mindset. And that's where, what I was doing at the time. You know, I went through a lot of things when it came to um, just just verbal and mental abuse. I have like father wounds and I was in toxic relationships with guys, you know, that really weighed on my self-esteem. I mean, being in the entertainment industry, that's a lot of pressure in and of itself. You know, having to be on all the time and, you know, comparing yourself to women in the magazine that I wanted to be the next Beyonce. Yeah. You know, and as a young girl, that's a lot of pressure on a young girl's mind to like trying to dress a certain way and talk a certain way and be sexual and sensual and all these different things. Girl, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and at the time I remember being in this space, I was in 11th grade and I was almost about to commit suicide. It was this one day where I actually was invited to a church service on a Wednesday night and it was, he was a friend in high school. And, and that night was when I just rededicated my life to God. One of the best decisions that I have ever made. And 
one of the most painful decisions that I have ever made because that night was the was the, the first day that my life was going to be changed forever. And it was when God had told me to surrender my career, to surrender my dream, to surrender what I had always known, to jump into the unknown. And so the chaos didn't start whenever I was on stage and I was dealing with all of that. The chaos began when I had to go through a healing journey with God um, to rediscover who I was made to be right beyond the performance mindset. So that. that, and then I'm here today, you know, you know, and that, that spiritual journey is, you know, you think it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be great. And like, yeah. I just, I'm not a peep it. I was going to commute with God, yeah. build this relationship. And it is like, there's this funny video that I came across that talked about like your spiritual awakening. And like, she looked like a whole ragged mess. And she understood the flag at the end of the video. Yeah. I there. Lord. It was just like, it is so true. It is not as messy. Yes, it's messy. There was a, a, like, I'm a big believer. Like, there is a message in the mess. Yes. And so you gotta, you gotta go there. You yes. gotta be to see. You gotta have that experience. And just kind of like, um, a, a big saying for me, because I, I, I could totally relate to everything you just said in a different industry, in a different way, and all of that. And tying that moment with God where he kind of came to me and was like, this is what you better do. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, is this down? Who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really had that relationship. So to even hear that, um, I was just like second guessing, but it just kept coming back. Like that will keep coming back for you. hundred percent. Yeah. And so in that time, I was just like, I don't know if I could do this. Right. And, but you can. And you just got to go through the process. But my the thing that like always stuck out to me that I always said to myself for whatever reason, it was like, girl, you got your demons and you got to go find what they're feeding on. And you got to cut them off. Like you got to go find what they're feeding on and you cut them off and just face it. Like you just got to go. And in order to face whether it's trauma or whatever it is that you're struggling with, you yeah. know, it's not, it's, it's messy. It's not cute. It's like, it's a thing you got to just... Yeah, and, that, and I think people are afraid to do that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, a lot of people are afraid to face their giants, yeah. you know, when when really they have got to place everything that they need on the inside of them in order to overcome it, come them and slay them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the story of David and how he slayed the Goliath. And so many of us have Goliaths. Yeah. Whether it's Goliath of fear, of shame, of abuse, of trauma, whatever that trauma is, we all have a Goliath to face. And whether or not we we choose to face it or not, we're going to have to like make that decision whether we want to or not. Because what I feel like what happens was not revisited in the dark will always come to the light. And I feel like you know, for me, going through that season of just performance and pretending and all these different things, I ended up getting exhausted. I mean, exhausted, just was overwhelmed and was just in a place to where, like, I cannot, I cannot pretend that I'm okay anymore. Right. And I feel like you you have to be honest with yourself in order to, to, to shift things, in order to, like, redirect your journey. Because, you know, that space for me was the best thing that I could ever do for myself was to, was to say, you know what, I'm not okay and I'm going to take this time to heal so that I can be a better me, so that I can love me the way that I'm supposed to love myself, so that I can, you know, really show up the way that I'm supposed to show up, yeah. so that I can 
attract the people that I want to attract because you attract what it is that you give off. And so if you are afraid, even though you may not show it with all the makeup and the beauty and all these different things, I feel like we do that a lot as women. And wear the makeup, you know? Yeah, but right. And it's almost like kind of going back to like that surface bumble thing, right? And if you're just showing up on a surface level, but not at your full, right? Yeah. You're attracting on a surface level. Exactly. So you will keep judging. Exactly. You're going to keep dealing with like that kind of people. And I, I, I even like, yeah, when you do that work within yourself, you can still be all that glam yeah. and all of that, but you got it's got to be coming from a different place, not putting a mask on. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's, it's, it's you being creative and that's what can be out. Right. You can be beautiful, but then there's a difference between being beautiful and being a beautiful mess. There's a message of the mess. There's a message in the mess, but a lot of times we don't want to face the mess. That's how it is to get to the message. Right. And that's the hard part of transformation. And I feel like whenever we face that mess, whenever we face our trauma, whenever we take the time to, to sit down, you know, I remember when, because um, I had several seasons of trauma, but there was a season where my kids, uh, my kids were born at 25 weeks. I was admitted into the hospital at 21 weeks due to an incompetent service. And this was in 2018, right before the pandemic happened. Yeah. The doctor had told me that my kids had a 5% chance to live and he ever <laughs> yes and um we were just like what in the world and so i was admitted to the hospital i was in the hospital on bed rest for a little over a month praying and, and asking god to hold my babies until 34 weeks but they ended up coming at 25 weeks at one pound apiece and the journey didn't end there they were in the NICU for 100 days I mean, it was so crazy, girl, like talking about chaos. I remember there was the first time my daughter and I would got to do skin to skin. I laid her on my chest and it was supposed to be like this really just beautiful moment. Like mom, first time holding the baby. She, yeah. No, girl, she ended up just losing her breath and they had to resuscitate her back to life. Oh, by that moment. Yeah. And so what I dreamed of being the most magical, most amazing first time mom experience. I didn't get to, you know, have a, what do you call it? I don't even know what it's called. Like the- Like a bonding? No, the, um, what is it called? With, see, that's like, here's a, but what, where you get to have a baby shower and, oh, you know, I didn't have like the traditional, yeah, or, yeah I didn't have the traditional yeah. pictures and all these different things with my kids because they came so early. And so at that moment, and I say that to say is that, I feel like there's so many moms who go through things like that or will go to, go through trauma and we just brush it off and just like, oh, I got to jump right into motherhood, but we don't take the time out to heal. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many spaces and, and seasons that happen in our life where we just kind of like, we show up as strong and that's fine. But I think it takes even more strength to face our demons. Yeah. And to face the chaos so that we can see the beauty on the other side of it and, and how it's okay to to say, you know what, I need to take some time. And that's what I did even in that season. I took two years to be a mom and to heal and just to kind of rest. Yeah. And you you were talking about how you you had to transition with your business and yeah. into this whole new season of your life. I didn't see you describing that too because a lot of people don't realize that it's a season. 
and then it transitions just like seasons do and i think we get caught up on like life like in the whole like oh my gosh this is my forever like is this how life is going to be and it's like no girl it's a season it's a season to have to choose you know in that season and there's a grieving process that comes with that because you know especially if you're you know, tied to something that you love and you're really passionate about, but you have other things happening that you need to be there for. But yes. can't be every one, everything to everyone, yeah. right? And so you kind of sometimes have to choose what season you want to be in. And you do have that choice. Um, there was a woman that I listened to a couple of years ago. And so hearing a story with your, with your kids, I mean, and a lot of women could relate to these stories about, you know, pregnancies and yeah. loss of pregnancies. And that was me. I had lost a couple of my pregnancies. My kids are eight, eight years apart. And I always get the like, oh, what? why are you still walking? You waited a long time. And it's like, no, I lost three in between. And in the vital story. Well, very inside of it. Everybody's got a story. And you know, that give people grace. And yeah. so they don't understand. Yeah. But like with that said, when I had my daughter, I had my full service salon and I was working all the time. And like, I was really torn because I wanted to be home with her. I wanted to have that experience. I was always working through, you know, building businesses and whatever. And I was just like, I want to take a break from this and I want to be home with my daughter. And so I had to choose between my business and my staff and my family. And I just was like, I listened to this woman speak about seasons and, and it was just like, so it was huge for me. Like when you realize that, that it's just a season and you got to, you know, sometimes you just got to make hard choices, but know that you can circle back to that thing that you love or, yeah. or, or maybe you needed to let it go, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I chose to be with my daughter and in the interim, I mean, it affected business and people left me and I've asked for over by staff and it was all this like heartbreaking stuff that occurred, but I know I made the right decision yeah. and I know I'm in the right place where I need to be now and all of those things. And it always works itself. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just that season. And then knowing that you can always transition. You can always overcome. Yeah. One of the things that you talked about was grieving. And we talked about this last night. And one of the things that I've just been replaying in my head is that you have to grieve before you grow mm-hmm. or in order to grow. Yeah. And there's so many of us as business owners, as wives, as moms, just as people in general, we feel we, we want to move to the next space, but I feel like in order to overcome, in order to be our strongest, in order to be our greatest selves, we have to make time to grieve yes. so that we can grow. If we don't cut back the stem of the tree, if we don't prune it, then how do we grow new fresh fruit and leaves? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, 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 we're going to have to cry a little bit. Like, <laughs> even though we can be okay with that, it'd be okay with crying ugly tears, you know, and maybe keeping a therapist, you know, it's a lot of people, you know, kind of turn away from, I mean, it's hard and can be streets as an entrepreneur. 100%. You know, I always talk about how business is spiritual. It 100% is spiritual. You, it will, you will be working on your character, your mindset. I mean, your, your grits, grace extending to people. I mean, there's so much that goes into business. You're dealing with people, you're dealing with people's dreams. You're, 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 I feel like as business owners, we are solutionists. Mm-hmm. And so to show up just as like, oh, I'm in it for the money, you're in it. You're not going to be in it for a long time. No, it's not sustainable. It's not, it's not going to be sustainable. And so I look at it as business is spiritual. And so I, you know, we are people, but we are spirits first. Mm-hmm. And with that, we are spirits, people with emotions. We are, we are people with dreams with ideas with families with financial situations and things like that and so as entrepreneurs as solutionists 
We are called to provide solutions to our audiences of people who have issues and things going on. And so there's going to be a little bit of friction and chaos whenever it comes to that. The enemy of your destiny is not going to want you to provide solutions to those people. And so you're always going to, you're always going to deal with that friction. I'll, I'll, I said this the other day and it's, you know, I, I, I ask entrepreneurs to think about, you, you ever wonder why chaos breaks out before your event? Or chaos breaks out before your life, or chaos breaks out before a meeting, or before a big thing, or just something cruel, like a freak accident. Something like you can be doing something. That could be you could be as prepared as you want to be and crack. But it's 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 like warfare that happens, and I call this spiritual warfare. That's what happens because the enemy and the, and he doesn't want you to provide solutions to these people to change their lives to change their destiny because we're not in of course our lives are going to change and then you know we're going to make more money we're going to you know live our dream what be able to leave a legacy but we're dealing with people yeah and so when you're in the business of people there's always going to be some challenges to, that takes place where it's coming whether it's coming from them or you you from dealing with emotional or internal things that you still have to kind of work out limit limiting beliefs and all those different things there's going to be some chaos and friction that comes with that. And we just have to continue to show up regardless of yeah. those challenges. Because we're yourself and for others. Exactly. Yeah. And it was about we lose ourselves sometimes. And I know I'm, I was guilty of it for a while time. And it's, it's why I wanted to honestly start sharing these stories. Yeah. Because the more you talk and connect with people, you realize like we're, we're all in this in the same building. Under what industry it is or what it is. And women specifically, I mean, we are the hardest on ourselves. Yeah. And I definitely, I mean, nothing's worse than feeling like you're alone in something. Yes. And, or you're, you feel crazy and you, like, you second guess everything. And then you might even have people right there in your ear being like, yup, yup. And yeah. it's just like, those aren't great. You're right, people. That's no, not at all. You got to kind of switch that up. Yeah. But yeah. And then break up with Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You got to break up with the Debbie Downers. You got to break up with those people who you tell them your dream and their response is, oh, well, I don't know about that. Right. Those kind of people that you want to break up with. Right. You know, you want people in your corner that's going to cheer you on as you are in the battlefield. Yeah. Because it's a spiritual vein. When you're in the random, no, for sure. You want people who can coach you and say, go, you know, keep moving. You can do this. You got this. You have what it takes. But when you have people that's outside of the ring and I, I, I just, I cannot stand, you know, when there are people who are so critical. Yeah. Who are not on the battlefields, who are not fighting, who are not showing up with and online and it's one view, you know, or not a lot of people liking their posts. If you're not in the game or in the battlefield showing up for your business or for your family or for yourself, those type of people don't have any say yeah. to criticize you about what it is that you do. There's a group. They're not on the battlefield. There is a great quote exactly about that. Um, Brene Brown or Brene Brown. I'm missing her. I don't know how to yeah. say her name. But she, um, she quoted uh, and did a TED Talk. And it was, um, I think the original is like the man in, her, in the arena. But she switched it to the woman in the arena. Yeah. And um, it was a whole quote basically about that. Like, if you are not here, like, I was brave enough to get in there. Exactly. And I'm here fighting. And if you're not here to jump in the arena with, then, like, you could just sit in the stands and watch. Just watch. Exactly. And, like, let that be what it is. Um, so that that is, like, so true. And I feel like people, um, I have I have two friends. And it was not really a friend anymore. <laughs> but that was these seasonal friends. Seasonal friends. But it's like, but it's, the perspective is so interesting. And it doesn't matter who your friends are or who you're having conversations with, right? 
And so like from one, one perspective, I could go and have a conversation with this one person and it's like, well, do you like, almost made a question myself, like, do you wonder why that shit's happening? And like, why are you keep facing these hardships? Like maybe you shouldn't be doing that. And, mm. and so that's one end of the conversation. I picked the other safe conversation talking to the other friend that's always speaking life into me. Yeah. And then, and literally said exactly that, but oh girl, that blessing is huge that you are yeah. owing towards because the devil is coming for you. I yeah. those something that you, you don't even realize. Yeah. And so like, keep pushing because once you push past this piece, what a blessing that's going oh, on the other gosh. side. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're right. And I'm like, we're right. I have to deal with this. I'm yeah. going through it. And it's like, what a difference between the two conversations, right? So it matters so much who you're sharing stuff with, who you're conversating with. And never mind friendships, but just in general, like acquaintances, anyone that you're connecting with and getting your energy to, like it is important the energy that you're receiving back to with any attention to that. One of the things that, you know, what I was going through, what I went through with my kids, um, I had to be careful who I let in the birthing room with me. Yeah. I had to be careful who I allowed in that space because it was such a vulnerable season. Like if I was stressed at any point, if I, you know, was overwhelmed at any point at any time like my kids could have came early and they would if they wouldn't be here today if I would you know wouldn't have and so I had to protect my peace and I had to guard my space and so I feel like whatever it is that you could be birthing out whether it's your dream a book you know an organization whatever it is you have to be careful who you allow in the birthing room because you're birthing out a baby you're birthing out your vision you're birthing out your dream and you cannot let just anybody in there who, you know, especially when you're going through some challenges that are on the way, because challenges are a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. But when you have people in that space and in, in, in your journey and saying like negative things and they're not speaking life and, you know, they're speaking death and saying all these negative things, those are the kind of people that you want to remove out of your space. Those are the kind of people that you want to just kick out of your, uh, of your birthing room yeah. and want people to speak life. I was so protective over that season because I was like declaring and decreeing that my babies were healed, that, you know, they weren't going to have diseases, that they weren't going to have sicknesses and, you know, they weren't going to die because all the doctors were telling all these messages, but I was believing something different. Right. And so you have to believe something different about yourself when there are so many messages telling you that you can't do it, that you're not going to win, that you're not going to overcome, that you can't conquer this, that you can't push through this. You have to be your greatest cheerleader. Yeah. You have to to say a different story. You have to be the, the author of your story so that the outcome can be glorious, so that it can be a blessing. But if you're believing the things that other people are saying, you know, and a lot of times those people who are negative, <sighs> They're negative because they're not happy with themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and so misery loves company. Mark that whole her people hurt and her people hurt people. And you have to give them grace. But you also have to so, you know, create some distance between those people whenever you're going through something. So protect your peace, protect your your mind, protect your heart, guard your heart, guard your space from people and things that, you know, aren't conducive to where you're going. Right. I love that. That is so good. And I, I, I checked the time and we are we are getting close to the end of this time. But I know there is just so much, so much, girl, that we are going to continue to talk about on and off the camera. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so excited. Again, we we met in here for, for some coffee and we did an impromptu quick little episode. And I, <laughs> I was like, girl, we got to record. Well, I thought, I <laughs> We're going to have so much. And there's so much, like, say, I, I don't know how to say the word, synergy, synchronicity. I <laughs> 
Set every oven. I'm not even trying to some things that line up. Okay. Nah, we just knew immediately. And, and yeah. I think trusting that feeling is yeah. so important to just remind people. Like, when you feel that with people, don't be afraid to yeah. point out. Yeah. And that's and be like, girl, ooh, let's talk. Like, let's swing together. Because that's exactly how this came about. And uh, like how a lot of my relationships are really is off of a feeling like, yeah. wow, like her vibe. And I'm just going to hit her up. And um, maybe we can connect or maybe we don't or whatever it is. But don't be afraid to reach out. I think so many people don't do that and don't build relationships and connect with people. And instead, they kind of stay in their own thing. And it's so important, like, reach out. Um, and more women, I think, need to need to do that. Yes. Um, because we're all very similar. And we all have either gone through the same things or something like it in some close way. Yeah. And when, when you're speaking about trauma, it's like, no no trauma is the same and every trauma is different but like none is worse than the other it's all just as you know difficult to go through whatever it is right and we've all there is not a single person on this earth that has an experience of kind of trauma and so right so i think healing and connecting and all that is so important so that's what this podcast is all about uh so i appreciate you sharing a little bit of your story girl i want to have you back oh when i have official (laughs) when i have official things Y'all, y'all going to hear this because I, I recorded on my 10 different things to make sure we got everything. <laughs> my, my computer died. I'm going to record here. That we don't make you work. We go get it on together. We're still going to get an episode out of this. But there's just too much good happening in this conversation. I wanted to keep it going. So you got to come back with a health official. I'm a girl. All right. All right. Trevor Peggy. Absolutely. Is there any um, info that you want to share so we can follow you and, and connect with you on the on the brain or? Of course. You can totally follow me on Instagram at I am Taylor Simon or on Facebook at Taylor Simon. Um, you can also go check me out on my website at I am Taylor Simon.com. Or if you're interested in brand development and marketing, um, you can uh, connect with us at TaylorMadeCA.com. Perfect. All right. And we will link that all up in the description. Thank you guys for listening to Beauty Behind Chaos. And uh, as always, be bold, be beautiful, and always be you. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, really? Listen, like, I'm talking and I'm so listening to you, but I'm like, I'm all shy. I'm all over the room, but I got to No, I, I, when you were dealing with it, I had a feeling you were doing that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep talking. And we do like, like, by you too, right? We got back up here from where? You know, but this is so inspiring. This is so inspiring. And I love what you're doing. I love this whole, this experience because. I'm one to, I, I'm like a bold risk taking kind of girl. Yes. <laughs> you can see it even just like the way that I dress and the way I show up. Yes. But this season, the, this moment was a reminder like, girl, it don't have to be perfect. No, like, just, oh, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> doing? Just be obedient. Just don't, like, obedience come before before the outcome. Yeah. Stop looking for the outcome. It just obey. Yes. And God will handle the rest. And so that right there in and of itself, What's today's message for me? And and you know, and I love that. And so, girl, this is good. And then too, like, so because for a minute I've been like procrastinating filming and doing all of this, like getting things set up. I was supposed to start like two months ago, mm-hmm. and then I was like, ah, I got too much going on. I got like I got to get this building. Once my studio was done, that's all. Oh, and then I was I have um like a mentor with podcasts, and they're like, 
girl, like the epitome of your show is Beauty Behind Chaos. Like you are in the chaos. Like start recording. Yeah. Like even you catch it here, like, wherever you gotta catch it. Like start recording because that's the real stuff. Yeah. And eventually, and you'll see like the comfort transition. The play. Well, oh, dope. I like that. Okay. I'm yeah, the best. But my first episode, and I've been my my interviews right now are people like I know. Yeah. Like I feel comfortable. Oh, I'm just talking to you guys. Why do you do it? <laughs> yeah, like, Sorry, y'all. I forgot that. <laughs> And my first one was in that room, and that all oh, like in this room was like half painted. Yeah, uh, and we were like really trying to get this room done, and the paint yeah. was still wet. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? I know her. We just want to set it up, and I had this on like a lamp. Yeah, and I put it behind us, and we had like a makeshift thing. But um, and she was like, and she was like, this is literally perfect. You better take a picture, and you better like document this and have this. Up. I love this, and I documented my stories. I didn't share this, and I could probably share it on the next one. But yeah, when. My husband was got married. We were broke as a joke. Oh, I mean, we're like that Literally, didn't have a place to call our own. We were staying at our aunt's house, and God gave me this dream. And in that season, I wrote my first book, um, Seven Secret Strategies to Try to Dream Client. That's when I wrote my first book. Oh my! That's when I hosted. You have that abundance mindset. Yeah, like because that's that's how that's how they like listen. I'm in again, get a small space. <laughs> I said, I'm planning on Sean London, period. I'm going to be big. I believe that you can be big in no matter what stands that you're in. Not- and so I hosted like two or three business brunches, fully sold out. And I had celebrity guests to come. They didn't know that we were rope with a joke. But I still showed up and was obedient. <laughs> and I had this string in my heart. And when I tell you the business branch was so amazing, I mean, it was it was at this um, uh, what is it called? Like the golf course, but it's like like country country club. Yeah, it was at a country club, and the country club it was at near East the country club before. It was surrounded by mansions, and I mean, it was just amazing, fully sold out. And nobody knew that I was showing up in my little broke down Honda that had a spray bottle on the side. I walked in and he laughed. And I had celebrity clients. I was coaching celebrity. I mean, because I, you know, just because my situation was small, it doesn't mean that I was showing up small. Yeah. You know, I still had, you know, the knowledge, the wisdom, the information, and the courage to say, I had this gift and I'm not going to minimize my gift because of the season I'm in right now. Right. And so that's how I was showing up. And so, in the being in the chaos and it's me and, and that's baby weight oh no it's almost like you have to exactly and so you appreciate it the same one hundred percent you don't hold it but it's a part of your story and you talk about beauty and all this kind of stuff so I've done makeup and stuff like that for like models and you know did all kind of stuff celebrities and just be I've I've worked with people in the beauty industry and. I also have this ministry called the Esther Experience. And right now, um, I had next year I'm gonna be launching my program called the Beauty University. So that's why I was like, Okay. Yeah. So Beauty University is the actually part of my ministry. Okay. Where um, you know, women will be in this space and it's all about about the book of Esther and how she went through a series of beauty treatments in order to be transformed and to be developed into the queen. Um, that she was made to be so that she can 
vocal for the throne of the king and only about her purpose and all this and she will save a whole generation of people that's the whole story you know in the bible i, I gotta read this all right you gotta read the book of Esther. yeah you gotta read the book of Esther. i see i mean yeah. i said the i knew the the bible <laughs> it's okay but i got you i got you that you need i got you trust me love and trust me and so that that whole piece is just because i feel like there's so many women over the years being in ministry there's a lot of women who don't know how to do their makeup there's a whole lot of women older women too yeah that don't know that didn't have a mother to teach them about you know skin care about beauty treatments and different things like that say- how to be a woman you know or how to carry themselves as a woman because there's so many pe- women who feel like they have to show up as a man oh and know they'll typically accept it and approve yeah but that's a little bit exactly that's a good one to exactly talk about yeah and so that this space is basically going to be like a spiritual gymnasium for women to grow and to to be the beautiful women that god has made them to be for such a time as this and so the whole beauty, beauty thing i thought that was really cool to like because that's much as the bay I got all those bags. One hundred percent. It acts in both ways, so we'll definitely make the connect the rules that we'll have to come. Because that's my also like I, I this building like this that has been a god nothing but a god thing of why not this building and then, um he just put it on my heart that it, there's going to be amazing stuff that comes out of this building and building people and women specifically. Um, I just want to provide resources or or something. And I need to do that in collaboration with people because yeah. as much as I have ideas of juice, I can't be all the things. Yeah. But I can provide some, I could be a, a part of the things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I definitely feel like there's something there. And yeah, I mean, I, I just love watching it stuff from a distance and seeing it and what you're about. And then I think more people not only need to hear you and, and what you, you know, speak on, but then at the same time, like, and you see more like, like people that take away that and like, and then and then carry that. And we need more people yeah. and we need to replicate and duplicate. 100%. And the only way I had this conversation with someone last night overreported and it was like um, talking about leadership roles. And sometimes women have this like chip on their shoulder, like, oh, like imitation is not a form of flattery or like, you know, or feeling like competitive to people. And it's like, you got, and me included, I had to go through this process, like, you got to let that go. Yeah. Because if you're going to be a trailblazer and you're going to be a leader, you and you want to blaze some trails, be yeah. people to follow and go out last night. And it feels that it look like what you're doing. And 100%. Quite frankly, like, that's a testament to how good you're doing. You know what I mean? And it's not a bad thing because you want people to duplicate and replicate what you're doing. Yeah. And but that's that's what it's all about. Sure. But exactly, that's yeah. that's what it's all about. I mean, having influence is not about just having influence for the sake of having influence. When you have the influence, it's it's to to say, hey, for me, it's like, God, thank you for this platform, but increase my influence so that I can, so that people can follow me while I follow you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I don't want people to follow me just because I can, mm-hmm. or just because I'm you. Just because I'll eat, they see all the glam, but because I have substance. Yeah. Because when you connect with me, your life is going to change. Yeah. When you collect with connect with me, your bank accounts is going to increase. Your marriage is going to grow. Your relationships are going to thrive. Things around you is going to shift for the better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what it's supposed to be about. And you know, I, I was just talking with somebody the other day, and I was like, there's a lot of women, especially 
who we want to be influencers online and on social media and do all the key stuff. But it's like, okay, great. You have it. You have the influence. You have, you'll have all the followers. You'll have this. You'll be in these spaces with these celebrities or just with these big name people. But you cute. You will cute. But how are you making an impact yeah. in their lives? Because yeah. these same people that you're working with, they can like in the very next week or month commit suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure yeah, that. Know where that. What happened? We were just talking every day. You like feeling cool. Yeah. But did you open your mouth? Right. You know what I mean? Like, but did you really connect with that? Did they shine your life? Yeah. Or were you just there to be about you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's an awful that's thing. That's a blind spot, too. That is such a blind spot for people, and they don't even realize it. I love the thought process of, like, being a woman of impact instead of influence. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's like, influence is great, and our body wants to attain that. And I think it's a convoluted word, right? Yeah. And it, it's, it could go either way. Yeah. Um, but being a woman of impact is truly, like, where you make that difference. Yes. And where people, you know, it's almost like, so influence is, like, almost like you kind of like have not say but like you're 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 influencing in some kind of way to make a decision that's yeah. what it makes me think of right yeah whereas impact it's like it's like change something mm-hmm. in them that they made the decision for themselves yeah and you like you impact them at such a deeper couple it's not this like surface level so it was level one let me tell you what you're doing and then since you admire me you're gonna follow what I say, exactly. but you don't realize the core of what I'm really saying. Where's the substance? It's like exactly. exactly. I feel like influence comes before impact. Yeah, because you have to have influence in somebody's life. Say, for instance, influence comes with connection and relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting to know you. Okay, now that I'm getting to know you, I have some sort of influence in your life because we're building that connection. Yeah. Now that I have that influence, now I'm about to create an impact. I'm about to go for the kill. Mm-hmm. I'm about to take things up to, to the next level. I'm about to. To really bring and provide, kind of like with coaching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're signing up to from me to be your coach or your mentor or whatever. Or you, before you before you sign up for a mentorship, you're seeing me online. You're getting my free stuff. You're getting my free content or whatever it is that I'm sharing. And then you sign up for me to be your coach. Now I'm getting ready to impact your life in a real right way that you would have never imagined. You're finna get like some secrets off. I'm not finna stick cool things with you now. You know, I'm about to like tell you the real, real. I'm about to say, you need to go pray. You need to go do this. What's about this right here? Oh, you forgot this right here. Okay. Okay. You know, and turn to where the true impacts comes in. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. No. And I think it's because of, I think even for me, like my context with influencing is like, I think about social media and yeah. I have this level. It is. And then it's just like, oh, there, like men, if you only, I don't want to hurry. Yeah. I'm like, play. To build a platform where you do have influence, but you don't follow up with that influence and that like deeper piece. Yeah. It's like you have a powerful thing and it's so like mismanaged or mishandled. That's good. So I think, I think that's where like for me, I'm like, it's got to, you got to have both. Like you got to have that picture. You want to, it's a time to really look at the, the influence surveys. The surveys is, it's it's like so. It's overused that that term is overused. But it's used for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I feel like it's it's like what are we influencing for? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why, why are we doing this? And you know, just so people when you when you die and like they go to your funeral, it's it's okay. Like yeah, a great conversation is, and it was like we hung out together and we did this and we did that. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. She was cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like trouble that. 
You know what I mean? What? <laughs> it's it's something. I like I like we can't like that. Yeah. <laughs> like a crowd that just tap tap. It's not the you know, but well, but it can get it can get pretty it can get uncomfortable, you know, when in the spaces and impact, you know, for people who really, really truly want like change because people are so used so glamour glamorized and and, and enamored by the glamour of lines yeah <laughs> i feel like you can have both you can you can 100 percent have both I, you meet both and you 100 percent meet both i mean you know but i feel like with that beauty for me i had to learn to use my beauty for his glory mm-hmm. you know because it's like after, you know, being in the industry and all this kind of stuff, I was drawing people to myself for myself. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is very dangerous because I was creating an idol and my, the idol was me. You know what I mean? And that was what. That's good, right? Yeah. You know, and you have to be so careful with that. Like, yeah. I want to be on social media just so that people can follow me. And, and really, it's insecurity. Yeah. You know, to, to, to it, for me, it was insecurity to like, you know, get approval from people and to get the applause and to yeah. get the like acceptance and to feel a void in my heart, you know, at the time. But once I laid down myself <laughs> as that idol and sacrificed my dream and to choose God's dream, you know, I'm seeing, I see things so much differently now. You know, how like this platform that God has given me and that is going to continue to increase, it's all about me. Yeah. It's bigger than me. You know, it's for his glory. It's not for my own, you know. Build, right? It's like thing at the end of like your yeah, your purpose. Like that's kind of like what I meant when I was talking about um just like how you show up and and how important it is like to be fully whole in that. And it's not just that surface beauty. It's like when you feel that from in here and that plenty out, like it all connects. Like there's been times people are like, You're just a glowing and they're yeah. like because it's and then it, they're like, oh, girl, you're doing something different. Yeah. Like, it was God. That is just, yeah. like, coming out, like... 100%. Yeah, and I just feel so whole in a different way in that yeah. place. And that, like... And so when that happens, it's just, like, all-encompassing, right? And then if you're just focused on the surface but the inside, yeah. you're like, you know, and that's kind of brought to me and you're not taking care of that, that's where you can get into some trouble. Mm-hmm. And you can you can truly have both. And I think, I think that's the part that's, like, been an interesting and kind of fun experience within my own self yeah is like feeling that difference in how i'm rebuilding yeah i'm like i'm building i got a chance like i don't look at the covid pivot and all of that like i got a chance to kind of like drop something i probably would have never you know drawn right and i was getting burnt out and i was surface right and on the inside struggling yeah suicidal like having really really terrible thoughts yeah and front side is like i'm a girl boss i'm doing this i'm doing yeah this. i'm building this company i'm a ceo and living that life and then you know i would have never stopped what i was doing would have kept grinding and i would have burnt myself to the ground yeah. and then like i was able to kind of start over and just re- and have that god experience and i got baptized and i just and now i'm just building from a more whole space mm-hmm. and it's a different kind of build and i'm still doing what i love they're still doing you know, and having those things, but it's it's in a more place of like wholeness. Girl, I gotta tell you something. So I feel like I lost you to telling you this, but everything that you lost is it's gonna come back ten times more. Like ten times more. And you have yet to see 
there's more in you than you think. Yeah. Like what you see, like within your hands, is just the tip of not even the tip. It's just the I would say service level. Yeah. Of where he's getting ready to take you. Yeah. I mean, you're called to be a speaker. I mean, international influence. And God is going to use your brokenness, your story, everything that happened to you from the abuse, from the misuse, from, you know, people calling you out of your name and people just misunderstanding you. Yeah. And you know, labeling you as something that you're not and overlooking you and even those family issues, you know, that you've had. You know, I hear God saying that I'm going to go into a store. And in the restoration, I think about restoration hardware at the store <laughs> and how, you know, all the pieces in the restoration hardware are, are used to build, you know, and create something beautiful in a home space. Yeah. Right. And, but all the pieces in the restoration hardware store are like fabulous. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it has this, it is the best of the best. You know what that said? Yeah. And God is like, I'm going to use the best of the best to rebuild this thing that you're rebuilding. And he's, and he said that you're not going to fail. He's like, I, I, I won't, he's, I will never fail you. I've never failed you. He's like, but there's, there's this process that I want to take you to to show you more of who you are and you're never going to second guess yourself again or doubt yourself again and those voices that have tried to tell you that you're not like you're not supposed to be here he said i'm gonna he said, i'm gonna erase those those voices and those thoughts and you want to move in a space of healing and freedom like like never before i mean talking about not caring about what people think you know and Sometimes being in the space of leadership can be lonely. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times when we're in a space and in a season where or we're just a lead, we're called to leadership. Sometimes it won't hold all to people, yeah. you know, and hold on to certain relationships because of um what's the word? Not faithfulness, but um loyalty. loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be loyal to certain relationships. Because like, oh, that's not ride or die and see with me. But but I feel like the Lord wants me to tell you is that there are certain relationships that you've been loyal to that aren't loyal to you behind the scenes. And you gotta find yourself in a space to where there are gonna be relationships with people that are gonna fall off for a reason. Because they're not meant to be in this new space that you're going into. Um because some of them, I was gonna say all of them like substance yeah and i mean that respectfully <laughs> you know um and they don't see you the way that god sees you yeah and they're they, they're they're comfortable with just talking about you know like surface level stuff you know and things like that but god is going to bring to you people who's going to speak life into you who's going to be able to, to to plant seeds into you of wisdom and because he needs you to hear his voice like never before in this next season because when you make these millions of dollars like <laughs> and he wants to he wants you to hear him when he's saying oh, i need you to do this yeah i need you to put this there i need you to go get to this thing i want you because you have a philanthropist heart yeah and he needs you to hear where that needs to go so that it's not put in the wrong place that it's oriented oh in the wrong hands and for people to take advantage 
of you and for people to just like take, 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 yeah. you know? And so I just see the words saying that to you and that you not to worry about, you know, whether things are going to go off. Like, I'm not sure if this is your last season or this season that you're in, but I just feel like there was a thought that you had of like, when is it going to all end? You know, and I hear God saying that it's not going to end with me. He said, this is your new beginning. And you don't have to worry about things falling apart or things like not being, you know, because when you think about the chaos and, you know, even I've gone through this, but whenever you think about the chaos and I just see that there is like some chaos in your life just growing up. And a lot of times when there's chaos, like earlier on in our childhood, sometimes when we grow up, we want to like have control. Yeah. So that it won't get out of control. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we beautify it and make it look cute. We'll put a bow on it and all this kind of stuff. You know, because we don't want things to fall apart. Right. And I feel like there, there was this like reoccurring voice of like, when is it going to fall apart? Oh, I can't do that. So let me control. Let me like get it together. Let me make sure. Let me like, hold it down. Yeah. And I, he wants you to know that in this season, he's like, I'm going to hold you down. And not in a bad way, you know, but like, I'm going to like sustain you. I'm going to, I'm going to solidify you. I, I got you. And it's, it's not going to fall apart. It's things aren't going to, to, to get out of control in a way that's going to harm you yeah, or put you in a place to where, you know, where, where you're good. Like, I just, they're like being back in that place of just darkness and, yeah. you know, just like a dark hole like that you can't get out of. He said, I, you're not going to get back in that space. He said, I'm not going to let you um, because of the people that I'm going to place around you and the places that I'm going to take you to. And so I just felt like I'm sharing that with you. <laughs> like, I was one so like, I feel like I've been totally hearing that. And I, I think, like I said, I'm like new to even having this relationship, right? And, but I heard it, I heard it in clear as day, you know, two years right before COVID hit. And I just had this full personal, like, testimony that I experienced. And I still have my moments where I like second guess and I'm like, am I like, yeah, even like, girl, I bought this house. I was just like, why, why are you, why are you doing this? I shouldn't buy this. Like, why are you? Why are you putting this on my mind to look at? Like, no. And then as I started driving to come stay, I like got overwhelmed, crying, like just. And then it was not like I was crying, like, oh my gosh, you work with it. You're gonna everything that I want, you're putting it back. And like I saw that, and I just started crying about it. And I'm like, I came with my agent, and like she's been my agent for the past couple of years. Look, like now even she's the one helping buy my house on the yeah. internet. And um, I we've just really connected. And when I got here, I was just like, I'm I'm getting this place. And she goes, Do you think you can get financing? Like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't. Yeah, that right. <laughs> time. And I'm like, yeah. but I'm gonna. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I'm like, it's gonna it's gonna happen for me. And I'm overwhelmed with joy because I'm excited. But at the same time, I'm like, what are you doing right now? And just like I like I can't tell you like the experience of what that was. And then just how it all played out and how it all did come together and how it happened. I'm just like, okay, I hear you. And you, you do have more for me. And so like, yeah, there, and it's this whole, like the past in the 20s of restoration, because that has been a word like in the past week for me. Yeah. And like, I keep hearing, like, you need to stay very clear and focus. Like don't get caught up in anything else, but like, 
you need to stay connected to me so you yeah. can hear me. So you, I need you clear. Like, I need you. And I'm just like, I hear that. And then I, I still have those moments where I'm like, am I just, am I just, here? Am I just, am I just saying this to myself? <laughs> what is this? And I, and I extend to you, like, with doing this, with jumping in and just starting this, I'm like, man, this is gonna, this is gonna be powerful even for me to even one out uh, every other episode I'm doing by myself, you yeah. know, as a direct um conversation to like listeners. And then every other episode is me connecting with another woman yeah. that had, you know, whatever type of experience it is and talk about different things. And I'm like, I need this because it's it's even putting life into me. Yeah. Just as I like I want this for someone else, I'm sitting here listening to people going, damn, I think it's deeper than I thought but yeah. So it's just like also going and saying like I'm supposed to be doing this because yeah. it's like I I've done a lot and I've worked a lot. I'm a strong woman. Yes, but if I'm even pulling away pieces and going, wow, this is feeding so much life into me. Imagine for other people too. And that haven't even heard conversations like this. It's like yeah. this. Some of it's like I know I hear, it. and then I hear it again from someone else, and I'm like, yeah. So you just yeah. are completely reiterating what I kind of already know. Wow. Imagine women that never heard it at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, okay, don't get caught up in like the minutia of the things. Like you'll figure it out and it'll get better. And you know, whatever, because like there's messages that need to be heard and see it put out. So thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick me up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast. See you next time, beauty.